Welcome to the City Rev Life podcast. I'm Dan. Today, Josh is with me, and we are starting a new mini series where we're talking about rest, we're talking about rest, how we should rest as Christians, and what the Bible has to say about that. So, Josh, get us started. Kick us off. Where do we start with rest? How should we be thinking about it? Yeah, I think if you were to ask anybody out on the street or any family member or friend if rest was important, they would all say yes. But I think the, the challenge then becomes, well, how do we practice it? And how do we know we're practicing it in a healthy way? For example, when I was in college, I injured my foot playing basketball. Uh, no surprise there. If you guys know me, I injure myself all the time playing sports. I don't know why. It's just my thing. Um, I go to the doctor and I find out I have a small hairline fracture. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that sounds horrible. And he's like, well, it's not too bad. You know, it's going to hurt as you walk. It's on your foot. But just rest. And I heard, oh, so that means I can just push through the pain then. <laughs> like, cause, I mean, to just rest, it means just time will heal it. And so I think like two days later, I'm going on runs and I'm playing basketball again. And a week later, my knee starts to hurt. And then a week after that, my hip starts to hurt. And it was my right foot, my right knee, but then it was my left hip. And then my left shoulder started to hurt. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm broken. I need to go back to the doctor. I go back to him and he, and I'm like, doctor, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts. What do I do? And he's like, rest your foot. What do you mean? My shoulder hurts. He's like, yeah, because you haven't rested your foot, you're compensating and your knee hurts because you're compensating with your knee. You're walking weird. Now your hip hurts. And because your hip is weird and you're sitting wrong, now your shoulder's starting to be a little sore. you got to rest your foot. Wow. And I thought, man, like what a what an example of what we so often do to ourselves. I mean, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually and, and emotionally. Like if we would just stop and, and rest for a moment, then we can have time to heal. And so that way we can get right back into it. And so we're, we're talking about this, this idea of rest. And so we'll, we'll start, you know, right from the beginning, you know, not just the Bible being the beginning, but like the beginning, the beginning in Genesis chapter two, where, we see, we first see this idea of rest. It's in creation. Um, we know that uh, God created the world in six days. On the sixth day, he created man and saw it was very good. And then on the seventh day, it says that he blessed it. It was the Sabbath day. He rested. And so what we see there is God not just demonstrating this idea of rest, but he's also weaving it into creation. Like it's, it's part of his creation, this idea of rest. And then in Exodus chapter 20, we get the, the 10 commandments and the fourth commandment is keep the Sabbath day holy. And that comes uh, in a lot of shapes and sizes. As we slowly get more and more of the law, we see that, okay, God says, uh, this, the 50th week. So you have seven times seven, the seventh day you're supposed to rest after seven weeks of that, then the 50th week, I want you to rest. And then it played out on a yearly scale where on the 50th year after seven times seven, 49 years, I'm sorry if you're listening to this on the way to work in the morning and don't <laughs> want to hear math, but then you have the 50th year, it'd be the year of Jubilee. And he'd say, I don't want you to take a whole year off and rest. And God was so serious about this idea of Sabbath being a rhythm in their lives that he made it punishable by death. Like mm -hmm. it was a, a very serious thing. Uh, in God's eyes. And it's something that he wove into his creation and wanted them to practice. That's interesting. That's interesting too, because you're talking about rest and starting out talking about, we can all understand a rest when you're injured, mm -hmm. you know, when you're injured and you need to recover, 
but when you turn to scripture, it's not God is injured after mm. creation, mm. but out of his character, out of his being, out of his power, mm. he chooses to rest. And that's funny, kind of like the doctor telling you, like, you have to rest. God's mm -hmm. instruction to us then is if you don't rest, mm -hmm. it's going to go poorly for you and it becomes part of the law. It becomes part of something more serious mm. and not just on a weekly rest. So don't just rest until your foot's better from this one injury, mm. but have a rhythm of rest in your week, in your year, in your life. Have yeah. a rhythm of rest. Yeah, it's like it's not just for healing purposes, but it's preventative mm. as well. And for the Israelites to follow these laws, I mean, man, it, it took a lot of hard work and preparation and planning for to, to take a day off on the week, let alone a year off. You had to plan a lot. And you also had a lot of faith. You'd have to have faith that God would provide. And, and God said, hey, that 50th year, I know that's a big deal. I'm going to bless your crops the year before abundantly so you have more than enough to last you through that year and the year after knowing you got to get back to planting. You know, I don't often give that enough credit because Israel's living in a society where all of Israel's supposed to rest. Mm. So if it's me in South Florida and I'm going to take a day to rest, I'm not going to cook food. I'm just going to go to a restaurant. Mm. But if your entire community is resting, <laughs> nobody's working at a restaurant. Yeah. So you can't go somewhere. So you have to plan out how you're going to eat the next day. And yeah, so that's, it's much more intense then than it is for us now. It's sacrificial and it requires a lot of, of faith too and preparation. And, and that was God's heart was that it would be a day that they can not just focus on him, but also have that rest as a preventative and healing measure. And so what are, what are we supposed to do with that now? Like that's the old Testament. That's the old covenant. We'll often call it. What do we do now as we live in the new covenant or the age of grace rather than the law with, with Jesus having come down and died, died on the cross for our sins. What do we do? Well, we can look to Jesus. I mean, Jesus had a lot to say about the Sabbath because Jesus was often seen healing and, and eating and picking grain on the Sabbath with his disciples and, and the, Phar the Pharisees who were the, the law keepers of their day were like, well, if you're the son of God, then then how are you breaking your own law? How does this make sense? And so there's a few things we hear Jesus himself say, um, because what, what Jesus starts to talk about when it comes to the Sabbath, is says he says, hey, uh, the Sabbath, it was pointing to something greater. Hmm. And guess what that greater thing is? It's me. And in Matthew 11, he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He says, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am a gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The next chapter in Matthew 12, he says, but I say to you that something greater than the temple is here, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. He says that the, the Sabbath wasn't created for him, it was created for us, and that in him, we find the Sabbath, we find rest. And so he came down in a time when people were constantly struggling to try to keep the law and keep the Sabbath specifically as well. And they were constantly failing. They could never measure up. And Jesus says, no, I, I came down to fulfill the law and I'm dying on the cross for your sins. So now through me, you can find that rest. Mm, that's interesting because we start with um, rest or Sabbath coming out of God's character and who he is. Mm. And you see it becoming a law for the people because it was so serious to God. But then when Jesus comes in, he fulfills that for us. Mm -hmm. But then he becomes our rest. 
Mm. rather than us needing that law to give us rest. He becomes our rest. So does that mean we never need to rest? Like, how do we balance that then? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So if Jesus is our rest, then what do we do? Like, should we keep the Sabbath then? Like, we're not under the law, but is it a good idea? Because he gave it to us originally. I, I feel like the yes, the answer is yes and no, right? Mm. Like, because we don't have to keep the Sabbath. We we have, we live in grace. We live uh, with Jesus being our resting point. Like, because he becomes the starting point for how we live our lives, mm. meaning through him, we find rest and forgiveness of our sins. And out of that, we go and live our lives. Out of the rest, we go and live our lives. And so when, when it comes to, right, well, then what would be a healthy practice of rest? Like we don't have to do the seventh day of the week or whatever. Well, we can look to that for wisdom, right? We can look to that for uh, ways we can healthily practice this idea of Sabbath in our lives. And the reality is too, if we're not practicing rest, if we're, we're not um, letting that be a, a regular rhythm in our lives, then you have to stop and ask yourself the question, what am I doing instead? Hmm. You know, if, if we're, we see it time and time again with the Israelites, when they were living under that time of the Sabbath law, they would constantly forsake the Sabbath because they were really putting up idols in their lives. And I think we see the same thing in our own hearts if we're honest with ourselves, where we get these idols of wealth or success or status or platform or you name it, whatever it is, the material possessions that 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 captivate you. And so we push right through and we don't stop. We don't rest because something else is more important. And then we get to this point where we're burnt out and exhausted and found and left empty from those things. And Jesus is still standing right there saying, just come to me, all you who are weary, and, and I will give you rest. You, you find the rest in, in Jesus. And so when you turn to him, he's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm so much better than all those things. And then now in that relationship with him, you find rest, and then you go and live your life. And so what do we do practically? How do we live that out practically? Well, there's there's three points that I've, I've got that I want to share with you uh, this today. Um, the first one is build a daily rhythm of rest. Secondly, build a weekly rhythm of rest. And thirdly, build a cyclical or yearly or greater rhythm of rest. Hmm. And this is just, I think, biblical wisdom we see and how God instituted rest and, and how we can apply it to our own lives. You know, it's not like Sunday, we think Sunday should be the Sabbath day. And all of South Florida needs to take Sunday off because that's the Sabbath. And if we don't, we're going to be in trouble. We're sinning. That's not the right. case anymore. It could be a different day for everyone. So build a daily rhythm of rest. Um, this idea of, of, of resting daily, I think we see Jesus himself live out. Yeah. You know, he, he when he would go into those crowds and, and do this ministry, he would oftentimes be exhausted. He'd be tired. He'd be anxious. He'd even be fearful. We saw emotion in Jesus and he would retreat off and, and go and get with his father and, and spend time with his father and, and pray. And, and it would say he would rest. I mean, if Jesus, who was 100% man, yes, but also 100% God did it, then how much greater do, do we need to do it ourselves? Right. That's good. That almost brings us back to rest being part of the character of God. Mm. Um, that it's hard work, it's creation, it's industry, but then there's also the side of God that rests, mm. that it's not 
up to God's continual work mm. to sustain things. He is sustaining things, but he also has time to rest. I even think about significant moments in the gospel where Jesus is resting. Mm. You know, you've got, they're out on the sea and all of a sudden a storm is coming up and all the disciples are freaking <laughs> out and Jesus is taking a nap. Yeah. Um, a deep sleep. Yeah. So even <laughs> Jesus, who only had so many years on earth to do his ministry, still in that time, mm. took time to rest. Yeah. And took time to nap and catch up on sleep. So it's not, he didn't create us to be unending work. Mm -hmm. He created us to pattern our lives after his character and, and be an image of who he is. Yeah. Um, so getting that daily rhythm of rest is a part of partaking of that image of God of like, this is what God do did. Mm -hmm. This is who God is. Mm -hmm. This is what he calls us to. That's good. What else? Yeah, I, I see it woven in creation too. Because I, I play the piano, I think, as a musician too, sometimes one of the most important parts about music is rest, the rest notes and how long you're holding those notes down for, and then letting those notes go and mm. the rest in between all the different keys that you're playing. And as an orchestra, all the rests and being on time together and having the rest together creates be a beautiful symphony. And I think that that's how God intends all of creation to be. There's a, a rhythm of, hard work but also a rhythm of regular rest and so the other That's thing is good. build a weekly rhythm of rest right we, we see that practice in the sabbath um and it's hard in our day and age we're running so hard after xyz and, and to have that day that weekly rhythm of rest you gotta have you're gonna have to plan for it you're gonna have to work harder for it and you're gonna have to have faith and you're gonna have, to have discipline to stick to it but have a day in the week where you're just Focusing on your family, your friends, hobbies that you enjoy, take a nap in the middle of the day. Like just have a day like that where you spend a little more time with the Lord and you're doing things that you enjoy. And it's it's truly life giving and restful to you. And then thirdly, build a cyclical rhythm of rest or like a, a yearly or greater rhythm of rest. So we're blessed in our day and age to have vacations. I mean, back in that day for them to take a vacation that's hard work. Like to have a, mm. a week off where you're not working in your fields, you would have to have two or three weeks worth of food prior to that, right? Stocked up because you would need to go a week without food of, of, or growing food and then a week after to get back to work. So you're already out two weeks worth of food and income to have that time off. I mean, it was a lot, but we get paid through our vacations. Like we were blessed with that. So having a good rhythm of vacations and, and utilizing the, those and, and planning on those being truly life-giving, restful times with your family, yourself, whoever is around you. That's really good. And it's interesting also, as you talked about like what it would have taken for the ancients to be able to take time off like that. Mm. Uh, it was woven into the economy that mm -hmm. God was calling his people to, to plan ahead for this, yeah. to set aside and to make sure you're able to fulfill this call to rest. Mm. Uh, it's really interesting. I love that idea um, of how this is patterned after the character of God. It's fulfilled mm. in Jesus, but yet he still calls us to rest. Mm. And I feel like for me, so many times I can rationalize, well, I really enjoy this. And my wife will be like, she'll be like, Dan, that, that's not really restful. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, but, and I realize what I love is having the sense of accomplishment of completing something mm. and not actually the work that it goes into completing that thing. Mm. And I substitute real rest mm. for the joy of being done. 
That's good. And, uh, and what the Lord calls us to is rest. Like Jesus, there are moments when he, according to the Pharisees, broke the Sabbath, Hmm. but the whole of his life still followed that. He Hmm. still had a regular rhythm of rest. Hmm. Uh, and he showed in those moments that, that the rhythm of rest is the point isn't man was designed to rest, but that rest was designed for man. Hmm. And, uh, that's really beautiful. That's good. That's good. Well, I hope this is helpful for you. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, if you've liked it, share it with somebody you know, or maybe this is a good conversation started to share with somebody else and talk about it right afterwards about how yeah. you can rest better. But yep. thank you so much for joining us for the City Rev Life podcast, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org slash podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.